The swamp without a still is just a tent. A martini without olives doesn't quite make it. And Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones. Listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis. Of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist. Megan and Tierney, and guest will make three. Goddamn Army, MASH Minute. Welcome back to MASH Minute, the Movies by Minute podcast where we analyze the movie MASH and talk about the TV show. But we don't do that one minute at a time. Just the movie for now. We promise. I'm Tierney Steele. I'm Megan Coleman. And Liz is back. I Yay! made it. <laughs> I Thank survived. you for coming back. <laughs> I survived my, my surgery and I'm here. Yay. More surgery. <laughs> for lots of scissors and clamps. Today we're talking about minute 69. Insert noise joke here. It starts with Trapper Hawkeye and Houlihan finishing up surgery on a Korean prisoner of war. And it ends with Trapper and Hawkeye fighting over whether to continue the operation. I guess they're not finishing up. Whatever. This is all surgery all it's the all time surgery. this minute. Arguing about whether you're allowed to sit on a prisoner or something. <laughs> well, when they say sit on it, they mean oh, no. <laughs> wait. <Yeah>. But <laughs> I do like the 70s slang interpretation. What show was that where they did that? Sit on it. Is that a Fonzie thing? It could. It sounds like it could be a Fonzie thing. It's something like that. <laughs> but yes, we get a lot more medical speak. We get even worse, kind of misogyny, but not like terrible, but not great either. Yeah. Not how you'd like to, you know, preferably like to be treated in a professional setting. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> That's the way to phrase it. Because here's the thing. Amidst all this, we get what is often held up as, see, they respect her because Trapper says, hot lips, you may be a pain in the ass, but you're a damn good nurse. It's kind of a backhanded compliment, isn't it? I wouldn't even mind that Trapper said it. It makes sense given their relationship. It's that this line is held up as an example of, oh, but look, they respect her. And I'm like, no. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Uh when you use the nickname Hot Lips to lead off with that, like, you're not allowed to say. Good job, honey. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that is definitely how I describe myself at work, though. I'm like, yeah, I'm a giant pain in the ass, but I'm real good at what I do. (laughs) It's fine for Trapper to think she is a pain in the ass, but a damn fine nurse. Mm -hmm. She is to him. That's fine. I get that. And it's it's great. But you can't point to this one line and say it makes everything they do to Hot Lips okay. Right. It doesn't absolve anything else. Exactly. And just because you think someone's good at their job doesn't mean you can't also treat them in a sexist way. You can like you can think they're good at their job, but also still think that they are there for your entertainment and pleasure at other times. The patriarchy. (laughs) 
What's funny is that this comes right after Hawkeye says you're a backhanded guy. So the fact that like this is a backhanded compliment, I, I almost like, got whiplash <laughs> looking at my notes, being like, "Wait I'm sorry. a minute!" <laughs> I'm sorry. Too easy to do that to you. <laughs> I do love that because it's Hawkeye and Sax. It sounds like Hawkeye like actually pinches or cuts or something. Because Sax goes, "Ouch!" and Hawkeye says, "You're a backhanded guy," and that's after. <laughs> It's Hawkeye in this movie is a trip. It's a lot of baby and man, and I really wish he said dude at some point. That would make me super. Er, that would just be the icing <laughs> on the cake. We get Ugly John is another person who is just one of those quiet, good at his job guys in this OR. Mm. Yeah, he's just real calm. He's taking it fine. He's young. He'll be fine. Keep doing what you're doing. That's fine. And then we overhear. Duke and Merhart's conversation, and it makes me laugh real good because I think I made this joke earlier in this podcast and no one else got it yet. <laughs> but now we've all learned the spurting technical term. <laughs> it's a very good technical term, Doctor. It's the way he says it. And I do love that he makes it, he, he's like, Merhart says we gotta stop that spurting, and Duke makes him repeat it. Like, did you just say what I thought you just said? <laughs> Stop the spurting. <laughs> okay, you did say what I thought you said. Very good technical term. And scanning along the dialogue here, and then Trapper, Surgeon as God, Chief Surgeon, Hail to the Chief. It doesn't, he, it's bad. Bad things are happening. It's not great. And Hawkeye says, yeah, Hawkeye's like, okay, like, stay calm. We'll get blood, and then we'll do it. And then, guys, they fight. And I feel like a little kid whose parents are fighting. Stop it! <laughs> You're not supposed to fight! <laughs> this is not wrong. the right place for it! <laughs> yeah, they're literally fighting over their patient. Well, I mean, he doesn't know, to be fair, so that's okay, guys. <laughs> he, he's well, not hearing yes. it. <laughs> he's not hearing it, at least. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant. I mean, clearly he's there, but... <laughs> if we have any doctors that listen to our show, don't ever fight with another doctor while your patient can hear you. It's not reassuring. Mm. It's really not. <laughs> I don't care that you both feel passionately that you are making the right decision. <laughs> but I mean, also, like, this doesn't... <sighs> It doesn't seem like, like, I get that he, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they, I think they both have really good points. And how do you, it's a tough call to make, but also you're a surgeon in an army hospital in the middle of a war. Come on, be better at making tough calls. It is a tough call because they do both have a point. Like, it's kind of a coin flip. Like, you don't know what the right decision is until you do it. Mm. So it's really hard. But also... Like you said, he's a surgeon, and so he has hopefully been trained in how to make these decisions. Right. You just said you keep ordering the blood and you never get it. So it seems to me like waiting for the blood maybe doesn't seem like the smartest option. Mm, that's a good point. But what I wasn't trained as a surgeon, so, you know, <laughs> what do I know? What do you... <laughs> Well, now they're teaching robots how to make these decisions, so that's super reassuring. Mm -hmm. oh. Well, you know what? I've met a lot of surgeons, and I'm not sure there's going to be much of a difference. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. A lot of you are great. None of you are listening. <laughs> Some of you are not great. You but... know who you are. <laughs> you know who you no, are. you don't, because you lack self-awareness. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so I think like these doctors, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is priceless. <laughs> 
Dun, yeah, dun, the dun. only people I knew socially who are now surgeons, I knew when they were in med school, which is a different beast. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, I work at a medical school, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> you You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we have a friend who works in a medical library, so we get to hear all about her crazy requests. <laughs> special. <laughs> <the> interlibrary loan. <laughs> yeah, like the article requests. Oh, God. They're special people. You know, the world needs them. That's we true. Need it them. takes all kinds, right? It does take all kinds. You know, I think that there's a reason that they can become sort of automaton-like, and it's because that's how they have to be when they're operating, because you can't have mm-hmm. emotions in an operating room. No. Just a... Just doing your thing, like the little simulator. Yeah. I guess they didn't have little simulators back in the Korean War. (laughs) Probably not. Although I will say, watching surgeon medical students specializing in surgery play, what's the sim game where you're pretending to do operating, but like, you know, it's clearly like there's plastic taped up on the wall and the thing. Uh, And they got super, super competitive about it. It was really funny. Yeah, I I totally get Hawkeye's argument that, look, we need to wait for the blood. That's what we need to do. And Trapper saying, but we don't have the time for that. Right. Well, like I get there's the... But them standing there arguing about it isn't fixing either of those problems. <laughs> They're like, his body's under trauma. If you roll him over and cut from the other side, you, that's like... When you cut the chicken from both sides, it dries out. This guy will all just bleed out, also becoming very dry. I just compared a man to chicken, and I apologize for that. That was not our cannibal listenership is really appreciated. That was not great, (laughs) and I regret it. But it stands. The metaphor stands. You're not wrong. Um, But at the same, so you just have to be good. I don't know. I mean, like. It doesn't yeah. seem like a great option, but you just have to do the best you a- actually can because yeah. you're not going to get the blood. And obviously, he can't keep whatever's inside him inside of him. That's yeah. why you're trying to remove it to start with. They are doing meatball surgery three miles from the front. It it, it, it happens sometimes. Yeah, I think you just have to like you got to know you can't. I don't know. I just feel like that's the one like really a place where you can't depend on tomorrow. You got to work with what you got today. (laughs) And I'm real glad that I am not a surgeon. I I majored, my first major in college was biology. And people kept Mm -hmm. asking me if I was going to be a doctor. And I was like, have you met me? (laughs) Would you let me be your physician? Are you insane? (laughs) No. And there are reasons for that, which I think I've just made abundantly clear. You could have been a researcher. Talk to little Petri dishes. They won't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Petri. You know what I mean. Yeah. Because of Alan Alda as Hawkeye, for a week, I decided I was going to be a cardiovascular surgeon. Oh, okay. And that was a very short-lived dream. (laughs) It's a very intense dream. Yeah. The minute Mm. I learned what was going to be involved, I'm like, oh, dear. Oh, no. That's (laughs) not going to work at all. Yeah, no, I am way not into working those hours. Thanks, though. <laughs> Re- I would don't know that I would, like, residency would be awful. Yeah. Oh, well. I am tired all the time now, and my job yeah. is not stressful, and I work at it for max eight hours a day, and then I don't worry about it when I go home. And that is not, 
what the life of a resident is. See, my thing is, I can be really good at being super on, but then I need like a month where I do nothing. <laughs> Which I always said, like, I really did screw up. I should have gone into movies or tell, mm, like, that would have yeah. been perfect for me. Like, I have no problem with staying up for 48 hours if, if I don't have to do anything the next day <laughs> and, like, just sleep and catch up and get back to normal. When I worked at camp, it was sleep away. You were technically, you were there all the time, you know? Yeah. And so I had no problem with that, but I did that in the summer. And then I just went to college during the school year. I feel like, that's not hard. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> but I, I needed that. I couldn't do that year round. And so, yeah, I don't think residency would go very well. I also get... Like, when I'm tired and I need the coffee, I'm not a good decision maker, so I would not be a good doctor. Not Mm. because I wouldn't be willing to try, but, like, my decision-making skills plummet as I am staying awake purely through caffeine. So... (laughs) My ability to explain the decisions I want to make goes away, but I will still, like, Mm. I can't tell you why, I just need you to trust me right now. (laughs) (laughs) I know this doesn't seem like the person you want to trust because I've got crazy eyes and I might have cried 15 minutes ago or like <laughs> two minutes ago because I just tired cry. I'm crying now, but believe me. I understand that there are tears <laughs> leaking out of my eyes. It's tired tears. That's It's a thing. Look it up. Uh, it's a blog post written by me. <laughs> but At 2 a.m. this morning. Yeah, I'm like, just trust me. This is... I. I can get whatever I'm deciding right now is probably going to turn out mediocre to okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is reminding me of my favorite theory that I came up with when I had surgery and it out of mash. I think it is important when you have to have surgery to be a little bit in love with your surgeon. Okay. Because I think it's... <laughs> It's just one of those things, like, so the first time I, like, not, like, having my wisdom teeth out, my first, like, actual surgery, I had a panic attack on the table, and the surgeon, like, got right up in my face and, like, did the counting and all that stuff, and all I saw were, like, blue eyes and the mask and the little cap, and I remember afterwards, like, lying in the bed and being like, oh, yeah, my my really cute surgeon, like, (laughs) I love him, he's so great. My dad was like, really? I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? And he's like... How many drugs are you on, Tierney? Because your surgeon is my age, and <laughs> and I met him afterwards, and he was a very nice person, but I wasn't in love with him. But in the moment when you're having surgery, you need to be in love with your surgeon. Also, when you have a <laughs> sure. crush on someone, you think they can do anything. You, they can do no wrong. Yeah, and everything is going to be fine. Exactly. <laughs> And so that's what I decided. And then I, I had a C-section and I was like, nope, I'm just going to be in love with you. Don't, sorry don't if mess it's weird. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's better if you don't say anything. At that point, I also was hallucinating. So God only knows what I said to her, but it's fine. Oi. <laughs> but yeah, so that I've always, and people who have said like, oh, I'm going to have surgery. I'm really nervous. I'm like, I highly recommend <laughs> <laughs> you develop a temporary unacted upon crush on your doctor. <laughs> and I kind of wonder if part of it was like, Hawkeye had blue eyes, it was a surgeon, and it's fine. So you'll be fine. And so I'll be fine. That's how this works, right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, that's how. Well, I've Again. never actually had surgery, but 
If I should require surgery in the near future, I will do my best to <laughs> test this theory. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm a weirdo. Sorry. I just have to throw these things out into the world. That's why I have a podcast. Exactly. Yep. That's what podcasts are for, right? I first had surgery, but I had like four or five surgeries by the time I was six. So I can't know if having a crush on your surgeon would have helped, but. Yeah. That's a that's a like you tell your parents I love you thing. Yeah, and then I was I remember like screaming every time like they wheeled me away like I don't want to do this and they're like uh yeah you need but to have yeah, this done. Not a lot of choice. Not a lot of yeah. choice, kid. <laughs> yeah. What flavor is what flavor gas do you want? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It all just tasted bad. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it doesn't matter how is they there try an to make unflavored it. version. I don't, I'm assuming there is, but maybe because it's also kids and they're trying to make it, like, more yeah. appealing, quote-unquote. Yeah. It was like, you can have bubble gum, and I'm like, Ew. it just doesn't mm. sound any no. yeah. better. It didn't taste good. It, ew. Oh, is this, like, the flavor when you have, like, the your impressions done for braces or your retainer? Oh. And they would put in the flavoring in the trays, and then you'd squish it, and it would, like, squish all over your mouth. Oh, um... There were like 30 different flavor options. And they all taste somehow artificial and yes, yet, like all gross. They're all <laughs> artificial and also like I don't know like you're telling me this is watermelon but I'm not really sure what this Have you ever is had a watermelon? <laughs> yeah, not exactly. watermelon. I don't know what it is. <laughs> don't recommend watermelon quote-unquote or bubble gum or i remember mm. I, oh i had chocolate one time they told Ugh. me to be like tootsie oh. rolls it was bad it was probably the worst one actually oh. <laughs> i just remember being like because you can't eat for how many hours before and then i was they gonna give say you... worst like best case scenario it makes you hungry right so then you like it's like it doesn't oh. taste like anything you want to eat so you're like already hungry and cranky and you don't really you know and you're just like this is i don't know who thought it was a great idea probably someone who doesn't have children or doesn't <laughs> actually work in a pediatric hospital is my guess but well i've heard they, they actually like Unless they've gotten better since the late 80s, early 90s. I think they might have because I have a friend whose son had to ha has had to have a lot of surgeries. And mm -hmm. she was saying that, like, he always gets Dr. Pepper flavored and he loves it. <gasps> and Yeah. So kids these days. They don't know how good they have it with their Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I'm a pepper. You're a pepper. <laughs> you are under two. <laughs> When I had, like, my wisdom teeth out, I wanted to be out. I wanted nothing to do with this. Yeah, me the too. The fact that I was still awake is why I had a panic attack on the table. Like, mm, I don't yeah. want to know. Do whatever you need to do as a medical professional. I don't want to know. I want to wake up when everything's over and done with. But my sister, when she had her wisdom teeth out, was all excited because she got the gas and stayed awake. I was like, what is wrong with you? Why would you want to? My sister's a musician. She made a special playlist of all, like, the Beatles psychedelia and stuff to listen to oh. while she was high on the gas because she figured it was the only time our parents would allow her to do this. Interesting. Yeah, the Beatles, yes. Uh, I'm trying to think what else was on it. But yeah, she had a whole like psychedelic late 60s, early 70s playlist ready to go for having the the gas or whatever it was. 
I got to, I had a root canal once where I had to gas the whole time and that was fun. But my, when I had my wisdom teeth out in my, in my thirties, which Mm. is apparently not recommended, I definitely was like, yeah, no, knock me out. I want to know nothing. (laughs) I went in listening to a podcast and I was like, I'm going to listen to my friends while I'm on my way out. My husband woke up from his wisdom teeth. He got knocked out too. And he like only spoke Spanish for like an hour or so. Wow. It was really funny. <laughs> My sister-in-law luckily also knows Spanish. So it kind of worked out. But otherwise it would have been very awkward. <laughs> And he had no idea either. He just thought he was speaking normal. It's like my favorite story about my husband. (laughs) I was like, are we almost done? Does it, are you, what's happening? And they're like, you're, you're done. And I was like, are you sure? Yeah. (laughs) I don't feel done. (laughs) So then I looked at, I like turned on my selfie camera on my phone and I was like, oh God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. Don't, Don't recommend looking. I look real bad. Yeah. No, I, I can't. There's also there's a reason I did not become a surgeon. <laughs> I'm sorry that we're talking about like our own medical histories, but this is a minute where multiple surgeries happen. Like there's only so much for us to say about it. It's a podcast, guys. There are sponges and scissors and clamps. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> what, I like it. What, what do you guys want? Let me have the forceps and a sponge stick. Okay. I don't know what <laughs> doing here <laughs> no but they did have that medical advisor so clearly he told them what to do and they were like okay yeah now, uh, he's the one that screams ouch when hawkeye does something to them. oh is that him okay <laughs> all right th- yeah he's definitely the one that says ouch i don't have it up in front of me of where which table he's at yeah and i do i love like the merhart duke spurting thing because that does seem very real like yeah but yeah like there's only so much <laughs> about it it's too bad this minute end or this minute begins with such promise with the let's give him a sexy scar but it ends with hawkeye and trapper fighting like that just doesn't feel good well is he, yeah i want to know is he gonna make it is he gonna make it will there be enough blood now's a great time to mention megan and i are going on vacation <laughs> Ta-da! so we are taking a week off so don't panic don't panic we're coming back Sometimes you just need a break from the swamp. That's that's all it is, right? Yeah, I think anyone who's been listening to our podcast completely understands why we need a week to, like, unplug, recharge. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't work. We're going to be back on October 7th with the rest of this scene. That sucks. I'm really sorry. I tried to pick a place where it didn't. Oh, I tried to pick a place where it cut naturally, but. But you know what? It's MASH, and MASH is going to screw you over at some point. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, ta-da! I don't know. That tone is why Megan's getting a week off, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was I, am I getting too bitter? Am I getting too method? I'm sorry. That's the thing. We're getting bitter, and we need to make it to minute 116. So, we're going to take a week. We're going to enjoy the early fall, like, when the air just starts getting crisp. But it's not cold yet. We're gonna enjoy some other podcasts and we're gonna listen to other podcasts. We're gonna remember that there is a world outside the surgery room. <laughs> and I just I feel awful leaving Hawkeye and Trapper in this place for a week, but you do what you gotta do. It's gonna be okay. We're just taking a hiatus midge season. <laughs> Oh, we took two of those unplanned in Mean Girls Minute, so it's fine. 
life happens. It's one of those where it wasn't planned when we started this podcast. And then a couple months in, I was like, you know what? I think we need a break. And so I tried to look for something around the midpoint that wasn't in the <laughs> middle of a major storyline. So <laughs> mm, no, mine was like, I don't have uh, the next minute recorded yet. So can't put it out. Oh, well, there goes my headphones. Okay, I think uh, <laughs> my dog really wants to go outside because she just ripped my headphones out of my ears. Oh, all right. Well, you take care of the dog. I will tell everyone to check out Mean Girls Minute and the forthcoming Way to Dune Minute, which is where they can find you. And we will be back, I promise, just not next Monday. So don't panic. <laughs>